Hey, Jeremy Cook here, and before we get the podcast started, I just wanted to mention that this was actually recorded a few months ago, so if things seem a little anachronistic, then that's the reason. Also, I wanted to give a big shout out to our Patreons, which we'll go ahead and shout out for the level that we have today, June 1st, 2020. That's uh, Brian Moses, Old School DIY, that's at GFC62, Pat Regan, Positive Waves, and Stephen Booker. Thanks so much for your support and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Creativity, the podcast where art and engineering collide. Today, we've got a special guest named Dave Darko. How are you doing, Dave? No, oh, hi. Fine. Um, yeah, how are you guys doing? Oh, not not bad at all. Um, what about yourself, Max? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm the second co-host. <laughs> yeah, I'm really are. good. Thanks. <laughs> right. There are second co-hosts here. Is named introduction. Max Maker, and he makes all kinds of things, right? Uh, that's right. <laughs> and Just like Dave. Yeah. Well, Dave, what, what kind of stuff do you make just to introduce yourself? Oh, well, um, I do a lot of things um, when it comes to like 3D printing and um, designing my own PCBs. And I'm always trying to make them yeah, look nice and yeah, stuff like that. Robots, handhelds. You sure. made some really cool stuff like the little uh, the lame boy. What does it actually do? It's an ESP8266 in there, so um, the deauthor script by Spacehoon works on it. Uh, I just have to, yeah, make it work with the display because that's something else. But other than that, yeah. And I can also write little games um, that have the same resolution like the Nokia 3310 games had back then. So Snake. Yes. Well, there was a really cool side-scrolling um yeah astro thing like space thing as well on the nokia i really like that one so i was going to ask you you guys are both from, from germany correct I, I know you are max yeah so yes. space space hoon is that how it's pronounced yeah that's pretty close okay. <laughs> is um is hoon is that a is that a chicken or what is that in german it's a chicken yeah okay well all right well now i know i I'd, i'd been wondering that for a while so I guess I could, could look that up on Google or something. Maybe now you can explain to me what Spacehoon actually is, because I have no idea. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I, you know, I tried to, I had a um, one of his stickers on my water bottle and somebody asked me to explain it. And I really had a hard time doing that. I, how do you describe what that guy does, um, Dave, do you? Yeah, so Stefan um, does all kinds of things around um, Wi-Fi, but also security-based stuff. Like um, he's, he has this easy setup for uh, to connect an Atmega 32U4, um, the USB-based. Uh, well, he connects that with an ESP8266 um, as well. And so he has a Wi-Fi-enabled um, keyboard. Yeah, so, so you can inject um, commands into the computer via Wi-Fi. Like you open the terminal and then you can start a script and stuff like that. That sounds like proper hacking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, So accurate. it's it's a uh, Wi-Fi controlled rubber ducky, would that be the yeah the word for it? Is that? Yeah, okay. that's one of his projects. All right. Well, yeah. Oh, so Lame Boy can do the same thing then. <laughs> So how can the lame boy do the same thing? Well, it's, a, it's the same chip in there, the Wi-Fi-based um, ESP8266. Ah, quite a mouthful. 
But yeah, um, that's how I first uh, got in contact with Stefan. What is what is your background work-wise, Dave? Well, uh, <laughs> in my day job, I'm a web developer, so working with PHP, JavaScript, MySQL. Uh, no frameworks. We did it all on our own for the last 10 years, I guess. Has it been? Yeah, 10 years. Um, it's like a niche area. We're doing a point-of-sale system with um, RFID tokens, and it's for wakeboarding and water skiing um, places. Ah, okay. So you make those little well, wristbands? We, we buy the wristbands, but we, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. But... <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, of course you buy them. I was uh, working all day, so, so yeah, I'm a bit like, yeah. It's the informative, the IT curse. Like, you always want to be precise with the things you say. An operator interface, people, there's one person that uh, is responsible to drag the people around the lake, I guess. And uh, he has this monitor, and we, it's mm -hmm. all, um, yeah, internet based cloud stuff. So he can see uh, how many turns people went yeah, around the circuit. Right. And. Okay, so the RFID is somewhere no, no, on the cable, or how does he know who's, it's, uh, who's on the water right now? It's basically browser connected. It's like one of my first hacks, if you want to say, uh, if you want to tell. Yeah, I mean, it's USB HID based, the RFID reader. So, so we um, just have a JavaScript running that's uh, waiting for a keyboard input, and then we get the number, and then everything else is in the cloud. It's just... Yeah, but how do you physically know who's oh, on the water uh, right now? Yeah, there's also a monitor that can show you what person is on the water. But normally you don't really care unless you have to scream at him or her. <laughs> <laughs> but but does the RFID reader read the actual person that's going around? Oh, yeah, so... Okay. Or, or when it enters. So, so you have a wristband, and whenever you start at the cable, uh, at the operator, you just scan in yourself, and then it shows up on the monitor. And then you're ah, okay. either... Because that would have been impressive if, if you scan him while he's underwater, like, like yeah, a toll I'd, gate. I'd probably do that with a webcam and then a big QR code on the helmet, I guess. There's always <laughs> a way. Oh. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you were, I don't think you were joking about that, were you? I mean, that sounds sounds like you could actually yeah, do sure. that, right? Or is that just too high resolution? Uh, well, I mean, these days you can... Needs yeah, to be a big sure, but... Or a zoomed-in webcam and, and plenty of them, so <laughs> yeah. you actually get the rider. And then you sell the pictures to the oh. person uh, who's on the water. I, I've done water skiing quite a bit, but I've never ridden on one of these, um, I guess, overhead winch mm -hmm. contraptions, I guess is that yeah. what you'd call them, or... Yeah, they're, they're really, really handy because um, you, you don't need that much of equipment. Oh, you don't yeah. need a boat. You pay your like 30 euros for three hours and you go around in circles, have fun, get some food, yeah. and then you can go back home again. Nice. No need to have yeah. a boat to fill it up. And, oh, yeah. Uh, the I've heard that the again. boats are red. 30 euros compared to having a boat is... Yeah. Yeah. And also the boats can um, break <laughs> down and then you have to buy this big motor that's specialized for this boat. And yeah, it's really not cables away, I guess. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah say... I, I, I once was on a boat and we had to go to the gas station, fill up like uh, 20 liter canisters with gas and then carry it over <laughs> to the boat and fill it in. That alone was like an hour mm. of work. 
You know, they, they say fun. the happiest part in a boat owner's life is when you buy it and when you sell it. <laughs> and it's just, yeah. you know, there's all kinds of other sayings about that. So. Nice. Very true. <laughs> I'm yeah. following this channel called Boatworks Today. And he's rebuilding a boat right now. And it seems like it's going on forever. And he basically stripped out the entire boat. And he's doing fiberglass work on like every single part, like all the hatches he's redoing and where all the controls are, like uh, the dashboard. He took all the controls out and he's fiberglassing over all the holes. He's drilling new holes soon. It's like at this point, you might as well just buy a new boat. Sometimes uh, <laughs> it's not important that you have the boat, but that you can work on it. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, but I think it's it's a client job oh. as well. That, that's a strange thing. Oh. I, well, I think I guess, he's doing this commercial. charge enough. Or he's uh, oh, just yeah. cleverly hiding his <laughs> hobby. So, so um, how, how do you sell these things? Uh, you, or your system? Um, it's either the way that, like, you, you have to go to the cable park and say, hi, um, uh, have you heard of us? Or it's um, <laughs> they're going to hear it when they start building the cable because they're going to look around and they might. Yeah, they, they usually go to um, places that just work and yeah make a lot of money and we have one or two spots so it's easy for us um to get people yeah know our product it's amazing that you yeah managed to build that yeah yeah we were kind of the first in that area and now um other branches like other sports booking apps are coming into the sports and yeah, they try to be there but yeah so far we we had it in the climbing gym as well, where you could scan with your phone the um, QR codes at the wall, so you could scan after you did a route mm -hmm. on, on the climbing wall. Uh, but it never really went anywhere. There were lots of these systems around, but mm -hmm. none really took off. Yeah, I mean, you know, you scan it. I assume you don't scan it at the top. So you know, what's? I guess you have to take your word for it. <laughs> you, you it. <laughs> Just yeah. never got there. Yeah, there are these uh, GPS uh, bicycle things like uh, Strava. You could just go around your car, I guess, <laughs> and and fake a workout. Yeah, I would heard something that about how people were using these and trying to beat other people's routes and, and getting, <laughs> you know, throwing out their bikes and stuff, just trying to do it so fast. <laughs> Which you know makes <laughs> makes sense, I guess. Downhill, downhill. Yeah, not a new thing. So, Dave, I mean, besides uh, besides mm -hmm. working at that you know, with RFID chips and stuff, you, you did some work for element 14, correct? Yeah. Would you, are you cool with yeah, talking yeah, about sure, that? Sure. Or, or you, so how, how did that happen? Yeah. What, um, did they recruit you or did you try out for a spot on their, on their show or how had that? Well, um, out? it kind of started when, um, Ben Hick was still the host of the show and they were looking for people to make a, video i think it was a contest back then it was kind of a hidden contest uh, kind of recruiting thing uh, but they were handing out parts that um for a handheld build um, based on a raspberry pi and um, yeah you were yeah, aha. how did it work i think yeah i i was supposed to send in a video to um tell the people hey I'm here, I'm interested, I want to make a video, and uh, I did that with a wig on, and I played Hackgyver, and <laughs> so, so that probably got me some <laughs> points, and they were like, hey, nice. Dave, uh, you'll get a kit, now you have to build something, and also make a video about it. 
or yeah so this is how i got to my um fame boy it's basically a um it's like when you take the original game boy and the switch and you put it yeah i, I don't know I, I was trying to mesh up all these styles um into one and also use an uh, cartridge reader inside that so i can play original game boys on my raspberry and uh, game boy games on my raspberry pi handheld so no, why no, did you call boy. it franken boy so it right but yeah, at this point i had the lame boy. boy so i thought okay the lame boy is small and the big one is the fame boy because okay, i also made okay. it yeah for for element 14. do you do you still work for them or do you has that uh or so so it's last year i made six videos i think for them and it, it was kind of crazy when i thought about it and then i forgot how big the projects themselves were and <laughs> that i was able to forget that i actually made them it's like very weird but yeah at the end of october i was a bit burnt out and i told them i have to take a break and we talked about that in january and now i'm yeah i'm i have another idea and it's a big idea so it kind of helps to also have the support from element 14. can you give us a hint as to what it is or is that kind of off limits um, at this point I'm not sh really sure if this is a secret what I'm building. I always tell people when when they ask. So um, this time I'm going to work on... Um, have you guys played Jedi Fallen Order by any chance? Okay, I, I it's, uh, it's just a Sorry. new Star Wars uh, console game and it made me kind of want to buy an Xbox and that's what I did. And there's this little companion robot um, that always walks around with you and attacks doors for you and um, sits on your shoulder like a companion bot. And I thought to myself, I want to build this. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So it's a mechanical so build as there's well. There's a, a bit of mechanical work. And then also I want to drop in a Raspberry Pi 4 and the Beamer. And yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, projector. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, man, we Germans be, uh... always do that wrong. We always say Beamer oh. because here the word is Beamer for projector. Okay. Yeah. So you're not going to put oh, a no, BMW no, no, in it no. somehow? No, no. <laughs> oh, and, and uh, Beamer is what right. the British call a BMW. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's like one of those words. <laughs> but no, I, I like... <laughs> they I like, mind is blown. I like Beamer. And the word highlighter handy. and text marker. Huh, text marker. I, I like I like that word beamer though. I should start you know, see if I can start using that. I mean people Yeah, it beams the light onto the wall. People already think I'm a little <laughs> crazy, so you know yeah. why not? Hey, <laughs> hey sp speaking of that, so um so Dave, and I guess I guess you can answer this too, Bax maybe, is now do do German people do they eat like giant plates of mashed potatoes? Because I saw on your one of your videos you, you seem to uh seemed to be quite the potato Actually, i think there was just one bag of or, well it's probably a two portion bag but i wanted to make mashed potatoes for this video and <laughs> I, I think i ate 50 percent of it i'm not sure but yeah it was a gimmick i played with food because yeah i guess um i i had to write it i wrote it up for hackster.io and um i saw that and you know we, we talked about it later a little bit and i guess that was yeah. something from the the movie uh uh, close encounter, that, uh, yeah. close encounters of the third kind, 
which mm. which I haven't seen. I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do, do I need to watch that? I mean, is it it's still a uh, pretty good movie yeah. today? It holds up. Okay. Tomorrow I'm watching Joker yeah. on 70 millimeters. Why, I'm really why excited s- for that. Why 70 millimeters? What what uh? Oh, it's just amazing. Like if you have a, if you go to a normal cinema, it's uh, 36 or 35 millimeters. So um, the picture is 35 millimeters from left to right, uh, the, the film. Oh, and okay. if you go to 70 millimeters, it's 70 millimeters from left to right. So it's a much bigger picture. And somehow the quality is much better. I think it's to do with how much light you can mm. shine through the film without it burning up. But that's just my theory. That makes sense. You, you and know uh, we just have five projectors of them yeah, in Germany. Probably so, two in uh, Berlin. It, so. It's rare to find one. <laughs> There's one in Munich, two in Cologne, one in Hamburg, and one in a very, very tiny cinema in the middle of the countryside mm. in east, east of here in East Germany. It's really mm. weird. There's this is one guy. He built his own cinema <laughs> basically just for himself. <laughs> He's got a 70 millimeter projector yes. in there and he plays it maybe once a year. So is this guy like extremely rich or something or is this just something he did oh he he's an enthusiast i don't think he has a family like he, the only <laughs> money he's he's spending on is, is on the cinema he's got a 4k projector just for himself wow uh, back in the days when 4k came out in cinemas you know yeah but that's that's pretty so uh, maybe mean, now guess... he's got something even better <laughs> now obviously now you could buy a 4k projector but 10 years ago it was really expensive well you know i guess you can choose to have a family <laughs> and whatever as you said or you know, spend your time. Hmm. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, while we're talking about projects, I've got a question for you two, since you know a little bit about electronics and ESPs and all of uh, these words that I don't even know uh, <laughs> by heart. I, like two weeks ago, I made um, a little contraption that opens two ball valves and it's two linear motors and they draw like one amp at 24 volts. And I wanted to switch them with an Arduino. And at first I bought some of these motor controllers. They were like maybe two euros each. And they got super hot. Uh, even though they were made for about one amp, they, they couldn't really handle it and they weren't very reliable. And then I noticed if I want to buy a motor controller for 24 volts and one amp, so 25 watts, let's say, uh, they get really expensive. Like, 30, 30 euros for, for one controller and I had two motors so I would have needed two and I'm wondering what is the proper way to to drive these you know, most of these motor controllers come with two channels correct yeah so I wonder if, if you could if you could drive them in parallel <laughs> yeah exactly I wonder if that's yeah no, no. because if, if I use one uh, it's connected to the same heat shield mm. uh, so it's okay. just, it's the same heat and the same same chip it's not <laughs> two chips okay maybe stack so them. that probably wouldn't help too much hmm. yeah it's like having one one uh, combustion engine with two output shafts it's I've... the same engine <laughs> is, is there like an industrial <laughs> motor controller Depends that i could buy motor. 24 volts no I, I mean i'm sure there is but i mean if you think 30 euros is expensive <laughs> that's that's a good you know. point <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, it wasn't just the money. It was like if, if I uh, buy this, you know, DIY thing, uh, like an Arduino motor controller for 30 bucks, it, it's likely to blow up. So if I could just buy one mm-hmm. and, you know, press a button and Stand it does the rest for me, it would be much nicer. If you could find a, uh, a yeah. Siemens rep, 
um, they could probably sell you one for you know 500 or so. I would think. Yeah, then pay 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 licensing fee to access the software. <laughs> yeah. And then pay pay a monthly <laughs> uh, maintenance fee. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm really disappointed that you guys do big yeah. projects or big I motors. Know, I always try to make projects smaller when I see something big. Because I've got a second project, and that is actually uh, <laughs> it's like a drawer slide, but for a whole a car. Car? Yeah, like yeah. A, a normal car, like a one and a half ton car, which is hmm. normal size in Germany, which is tiny sized in Germany's hmm. <laughs> point of view. Well, but it's it's a draw cool. slide for that, and uh, I, I'm not sure yet how I'm going to drive the motor. You know, I saw on a related note, I saw something. It was like you know, houses of the whatever, crazy houses or something. And this guy had a this guy had a it was like a turntable. You pulled your car in and then turned it all the way around so you wouldn't ever have to ever. Oh, have to back I've out seen that, and that was a fortune. Yeah, maybe, maybe you saw the same show. I, there was another one. This guy. Had, yeah, it, was like it wasn't a, his basement. Yeah, well, there was other guy. Maybe it was the same guy. He had like a, a aircraft carrier type uh, lift for his cars <laughs> that would, you know, you pull up and it it stacks them all or something, yeah. something crazy like that. Yeah, I, I remember he had like a man cave and a round turntable and everything was so complicated in there. Yeah, well, so it's so not you... just the money. It's also you know finding even people that can build that. Dave, you build this. You built this thing, which is called the Skeleton mm-hmm. 80 Tiny 85 handheld, and I'm wondering how do you? It it's like a it's like a circuit without the PCB underneath. It's all floating in free air. The resistors and the buttons they're just soldered together, and that makes up the ah, whole structure. How do you patience, actually build something like that? Soldering iron and lots of LED legs that were snapped off once. I just collect them. So have you got a template for this before you start? Eagle, like I was moving um, the wires so that I don't have many jumpers. Uh, it's like just trying to make every line blue and then print it out and solder after it. That's how I started. Uh, what do you mean by jumpers? Um, well, on the PCB it would be like top layer and bottom layer. And um, I just tried, when designing it, I tried not to put any wires, as in (laughs) W-I-R-E-S. I I just tried not to put them um, on the top layer and just put them on the um, bottom layer because every wire on the top layer would mean that I have to physically go over another wire. Mm -hmm. So I I didn't want to cross them, basically. That would mean I would make to have a jumper. Ah, that's what you mean with a jumper. It ju- one cable jumps over the other. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So normally, when you have like a single-sided PCB design, there would be like little um, wire jumpers, and it's it's still a jumper. It's not like two pins pointing out, but it's like jumping from one point to another because you have. So you use eagle. Yeah. You use eagle on your PCB Something designs. Is that? What I heard you say? Yeah. Well, I started with KiCad now because um, there was another change with Autodesk now and their subscription model and the stuff you get with it. And, totally lost uh, you. <laughs> it's tough. 
Yeah, I mean, they they never really got me in the first place because I'm I'm still using a cloud-free version of okay. Eagle, so that's like um, version seven I, point I something. Just, I actually designed my first PCB and got it yeah. back from Osh Park uh, a week or two ago, and I, I started out with KiCad, KiCad. I don't even know how you pronounce that exactly, but it's um. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I I did the mistake and asked that on <laughs> Twitter the other day. But people responded to me how it should be the right what way. What is so. the right way then? And, and but yeah, what's I saw the PCB, PCB for. Oh, I have no idea. I forgot. Oh, me, um, my PCB, my PCB hmm. was pretty much uh, practice. It just, it just um, yeah. makes a row of LEDs and lights them up and unlights them. It's, I, I don't know. It's it's pretty pretty satisfying actually. Um, it's got a reset button that when you hit it, it just goes on and then goes off. So it's it's a bit pointless, but I, I just figured I needed. <laughs> You know, my, my reasoning here was, it's like, you know, I've done this. I need to actually do it, go through the process, get it back and say that I can do this. And now I can do whatever else I want to do. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I feel like I just needed that mm -hmm. initial thing. And Yeah. I mean, you also want to uh, make sure that your circuit that you're actually using there for the PCB uh, makes sense. It's easy to check. So you can make sure that your PCB itself works. Especially if well, it's the what first do you, one. What do you mean by that exactly? How can you actually check it? Well, well, if you if you have a blinking LED on your breadboard and you then go and make a PCB out of that, it's like very oh, simple to check right. in a way that the thing itself works before you then yeah check the PCB. It's like if if you have too many things on there where you're not certain if it actually works, then yeah, it could be the PCB or the circuit. And if it's the first PCB, you want to make sure oh, that yeah, it's that, an that's easy a good point. I mean, obviously that makes sense. Yeah, gotta... like Hello World. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so right. we had like you know three exactly. protocols going on, and like, well, this isn't working, but it could be my uh, SPI connection or whatever else. Then you, then you yeah. really uh, maybe right. a little screwed. <laughs> or you use a new chip where you don't yeah. know how to program it, or if it yeah, really now, Dave, works. When you design way. a PCB, yeah. do you always yeah. lay down on a um, perf board first, or, or sorry, breadboard first, or do you <laughs> just design it and go? Uh, I wish I would. Sometimes it's just designing, and uh, because some things are very complex, and when you breadboard them, you, you can't be sure that you actually did everything the right way with the wires. Like, is this ball of wires still making sense, and can you? retrace every step you did to make a PCB out of it. So there's always like this point where I say, okay, I'm going to make a PCB now and then see how I can um, go from the PCB, not right. the that, red that makes sense. When did you make your first PCB? How long ago was that? I think that was okay. six years ago. Just thinking about, you know, my so experience and, and yours, what would you recommend long. if somebody's like really curious about it, but they haven't got into it yet? What, what would you recommend they do? To get to that, I guess, hello world point. It always helps if you have an idea of on what to make. It's always like you need the motivation to continue. Yeah. And it's like so woodworking. That's more important than. That's, yeah, that's a good point. So of course you have to find your your small project first, like uh, that helps you, um, yeah, make the bigger one maybe like. If you want to make a whole console with uh, all the bells and whistles, you should start with the bell and then with the whistle. <laughs> make sure that they work and 
at them later. That, that's great. That that's a that sounds like a really yeah. good quote, Dave. That's uh yeah. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, you yeah. can start by by building a PCB for this car drawer that I'm building. Okay. Well, it we'll, just we'll, needs we'll, to be it, a remote switch that turns the motor on and off. So and two end stops. It doesn't sound too bad. I mean, I mean, if it catches on fire, it'll be in a garage, right? So if it What's the catches size on of fire, the motor? We're, we're good, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the motor is. It, what's what's the amp? I don't know the amps yet. I don't know the motor yet, but it's about yeah. the size of an electric winch, like what you what you have on four by fours. And I don't actually know how much amp state draw. Maybe I don't know. So so what are you doing with this? I, I'm really 50. curious now. Well, it's it's for caravans. You know, I build drawers for caravans, and at the back of the big big caravans, uh, you've got um, little garages for cars. And the thing is, it, normally there's like a like a slide. You put oh. your car in front of the slide, and then you winch it up with a little winch, and then you have to climb inside to pull your key out to turn the ignition off because the modern cars you cannot tow them with a winch unless the ignition is on because the gearbox locks up. And you also need to steer the car while it's going up the ramp. So you need to leave the door somehow open, but there's very little access. So it's much more convenient to have a ramp outside of the car where you drive onto. You've got all the access, and then you pull the whole ramp inside with the car. And oh, well, that's what I'm very cool. So that's building. That could be, so that's going to actually go with your, your I guess, quote-unquote, normal business then. that's Exactly, yeah. But cool. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't discuss details yet, but uh, yeah, no. I well, understand. maybe I can in the future. <laughs> well, not. Well, I, I signed an NDA to not discuss any of their stuff, but this is my design, so I guess I can talk about it. <laughs> well, whatever you feel. <laughs> whatever you, you feel comfortable with, and you're. Yeah, you well, know. what I've told you is is, is where I, where I'm at, <laughs> but it's this remote control needs to be safe, of course. Like if I let go of the button. It needs to stop. Can't keep going. So I'm not even sure if that's physically possible to build something like that. Like a dead man's switch that's remote. Hmm. A remote dead man's switch. That sounds like it's conflicting in yeah. itself. It's like so, you don't want to have something that's remote, so, but sounds like a sounds like a good uh, second yeah. PCB design for me. You know, something safety critical and with a lot of current going <laughs> yeah. through. Yeah, but they have they have remote <laughs> controls that are safety and relevant. Like on cranes, you can uh, remote control cranes and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But they probably also stop when they don't have a connection to the remote. So yeah, but then the Arduino could still somehow lock up, couldn't it? If there's some bug or something like that. Mm. That's mm. what I don't get about uh, Tesla has this feature where if you're on a parking lot, you can summon your car, which doesn't really work that well um, but you need hmm. to keep a button pressed I think for it to run and you need to remain eyesight but something tells me that there could be a situation where you don't press the button anymore but the car doesn't know yet I'm pretty sure it's like have have a connection and the button is seen then the car runs and if it doesn't see the remote then it won't drive as well as it won't hmm drive when it has a connection and the button is not pressed that's how i would do yeah it. but yeah sometimes you know the iphone when i try to unlock it i un unlock the slider all the time and it would not unlock 
things mm-hmm. like this like it's it's just bugs you do yeah yeah and if it's <laughs> okay, safety critical you just can't can't do that otherwise you're you know yeah you really you really is irresponsible right but it maybe i just but, but your phone never unlocks when you when you slide and you or you stop sliding and it then won't unlock so it's the same but different like the other way around it's a safety feature that it doesn't just unlock your phone when you do something wrong yeah that's true that, that's a funny thing like i'm thinking about these safety features but at the moment all you do is you winch up a car on the cable if the cable snaps the car rolls back down and causes an accident because the cars are neutral well sure but you hopefully that cable wouldn't hmm. snap i mean you know same thing with rock climbing if you're if you're rope snaps you're, yeah, you're pretty screwed yeah rock climbing just has one rope that's true there, there are no two safeties but every elevator needs at least two safety devices hmm yeah I guess I guess you're right I mean I you know more about that than me than I do certainly but because <laughs> I ripped two out this year <laughs> yeah that's what I that's what I hear so hmm uh, well, well, Max, you want to talk about what what we've been working on these days? Um, uh, yeah, sure. So, um, how about uh, you? You start. Okay, so so me, I guess. I, I so you started working on construction as well. Con- construction. I'm trying to think what construction. You, what you mean by that? It's working with concrete, Jeremy. Oh, working with that's right, working with concrete. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess my uh, my two videos that I put out recently, I made a a pot like a concrete pot with a 3d printed mold and that was a really cool project i mean i wouldn't say mm-hmm. you know if i valued my time more than say 25 cents an hour it just wasn't economically feasible but um <laughs> i mean the pots turned out great you put it in this mold vibrate it with a orbital sander and then you know let it let it cure for a day for a couple of days and after that you can put uh you know a plant in it and you can actually finish it with concrete sealer um and then from there, I made a concrete solder squid, which is pretty much just a block of concrete with um, some coolant hoses that come off. <laughs> you made off. a brick. <laughs> yeah, I created a brick with... Um... You made a brick and it wasn't even pretty. <laughs> oh, no, Max, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> it's <Aww>. the truth. <laughs> well, I, I like was... The surface wasn't flat. <laughs> All right, well, um, you're right. Anyway, I made a brick with some... Um, some Sorry. coolant hoses poking out and i did finish it with sealer and i thought it looked not too bad but i was wondering did you buy that giant can of sealer just for that brick oh uh, no actually i bought it um i've got a a fountain outside of my house which which sounds ah. sounds pretty pretty ridiculous but um well yeah anyway you on drive uh, roundabout yeah in front of your house so it seems to be uh you know, I had to have the the butler, you know, put some more sealer in there for. No, not. <laughs> sounds. I, I just to make, to make him it work. work. No, it, um, <laughs> so anyway, it was it seemed to be leaking, so I put the sealer on the inside. I, I don't know if that really worked or not. It looked like it. There was like an oil spill in there for the next couple of weeks, because um, I think I put the water <laughs> in too fast. But, oh no! But um, unfortunately, they don't. Um, they don't seem to sell it in a larger, larger can or smaller can, as far as I could tell, because for the most part, that sealer is meant for like, you know, like a driveway or something, not for, you know, a little little pot that you're gonna put a plant in. Oh. Um, yeah, we don't really have concrete driveways here. What do you guys use? They're all uh, bricks. 
Oh, Brit. Yeah, at Pavis. Oh, what? well, that's nice. That's probably prettier. Well, I mean, in Berlin, I have everything here, so it's like concrete, little bricks, big bricks, <laughs> nothing at all, sand. Really? <laughs> Puddle. So in, in a, a fairly urban yeah. area, they would have like a sand driveway? No, it's because you're sure. poor. Oh, well, that's, I guess that's true. Well, yeah, the city is poor. Well, everyone. Really? No. I guess I would have thought people in Berlin were fairly well off, but said not. The rich yeah, people are. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just Berlin is that big, so so you have like everything and everywhere. So so there's probably sand. Right, right. Somewhere <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I guess some people have these yeah. houses, they, and they have just given up on making the house look like a pretty house. They spend all the time inside, and they don't care how the garden looks like. Yeah, I suppose because that's, those that I suppose that's have, everywhere. have sand as a driveway. <laughs> um, well, they, how how do they get their pickup trucks out of it? They have their four wheel drives that get out of it. Or? <laughs> oh no no no! We have uh, bicycle people here. Oh, yeah, bicycle people. I don't I don't really own a I don't own a car. I'm. Driving around with my pedal like and, and water my electric bike. Yeah, I never really did that. Did, just once. Did Did you hack your? You only went once. Yeah. Don't you spend I'm, I'm some of your days at, at at the site, like at the cable park? Well, we did uh, in the first years, and now it's just basically my boss. Yeah, traveling around the world and doing all the installations. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just you just sit there and laugh at them. They say, "How dare, how dare you get all wet? I'm just here dry and warm." <laughs> no, I'm actually. Uh, well, I was working from home most of the days, but now I'm working from a co-working space in my hack space. So that's kind of good enough for me. I don't have to travel. Oh, nice. I have everything I need. Nice. So, do you do that for company or because you can't concentrate at home? Uh, well, it's also quite isolating when you sit on the whole day at home and work on something and then you continue sitting and working on something yeah completely different but but it's still <laughs> just sitting alone oh. at home yeah that sounds so, i don't yeah. know i, I like the company sad. i i guess you could get um well that's yeah. my life <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm sorry no i mean i i do the same thing mostly except you know i've got a Wife and kids keep me keep no. me busy, I guess. So, you know. mm -hmm. yeah. But um, what about you? What about you, Max? What have you been working on? Oh, uh, I started. Well, I did some woodworking over Christmas. Uh, I made uh, two nightstands. They came out really, really beautiful. Like it's almost fine woodworking. It's not fine woodworking. It just looks stylish. And some cabinets for the bathroom and some home improvement. And now that is done. I just did it basically to, you know, calm things down in the household. <laughs> it's not as barren. And now I'm working on the hydrofoil again. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, and it's such a big task still left to do. Yesterday I installed a new motor. And that alone was like a day's full of work just to put a prop on the motor. And then I installed two valves so I can pump up the electronics compartments to see if they leak. And they leak everywhere. Every single waterproof button leaks. 
mm-hmm. I had tiny holes that are plugged up again. They leak. The display leaks. Oh, I don't man. think there's anything there that doesn't leak. Well, that's that's a little disappointing. I'm sure that's going to be a lot of work then. <sighs> yeah. Well, you know, interestingly, on a similar note, my wife and I hung up some paintings and pictures in our house. You know, we've lived here for two and a half years and finally got around to it. So that was that's pretty <laughs> um, I still I still don't have dining room chairs. Everybody keeps telling me, oh, you need to buy some dining room chairs. Go this place. Go that place. They've got chairs there. And it's like, I, I know how to buy chairs. I just <laughs> want to find the right ones. Well, do you have a table? Or just not, no chairs? I've got a table, yeah. Oh, the table is really great. It's a uh, marble... It really is. So is it? What and is well, it's steel frame. Have, does it like? Is it like a standing table? Like you eat standing up? Is that kind of? Or do you? No. <laughs> it's, it's, I've got Bond's chair here, and it's really wobbly, and it's even pink. It doesn't fit at all. And and then I've got a second chair for my girlfriend. We've got like partner desks at the moment, and and that one is from the garden. <laughs> hmm. At the marble chair, uh, the marble table. Huh. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised she hasn't um, bugged you get, to get a get a, a chair or two. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, she she she's uh, she's very convenient in that way. Uh, the rest of the family bugs me a lot, but I found chairs finally that I like. And the thing is, the price of these chairs. These are like designer chairs, and they're really expensive. But then mm-hmm. I want designer chairs. You know, something that will last for probably. Maybe if I still like them for the rest of my life, or if I don't like them anymore, I can sell them for the close uh, enough price that I bought them for because it's designer stuff, you know. Right. They don't no, I, don't go out of I, season. I, they I, always be designed <laughs> classics. And what? and and these chairs, they're uh, plastic, molded plastic, and inside they have a they have a leather cover. And if you buy just the chairs, it's like let's say. One hundred dollars. If you buy the leather covers only on the inside, it's two hundred fifty dollars. For each. So each I decided. Chair. Each chair. For each chair, yeah, mm-hmm. times five chairs. Wow. Uh, so I decided to buy just the bare chairs and make the leather padding myself. So that's an upcoming project oh, after the hydrofoil is done. Be fun. Are you planning to do a video on that? Yeah. Do you think, or is that going to be? Oh a... yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. A sewing video, and everybody keeps telling me I can't do it. You know, yeah. believe, believe it or not, I'm my wife will uh, like if a button comes off a shirt or something, she'll ask me to sew it because I actually, <laughs> I actually know how to do it pretty well. Yeah, cool. I mean, it's, it's easier for you because you have tiny hands. Yeah, that's right. I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm six foot four, but my hands are just, <laughs> you know, like a little little child's. <laughs> but... It wasn't that noticeable. <laughs> That's that's right. Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you for not pointing that out when we met this uh, last year. Dave. Yeah. So Dave, have you got all your furniture together? Oh no, not really. I don't even have a sofa right now where I can uh, like have people here in my flat. So I was um, I'm in this uh, three room. No, it's two and a half rooms, <laughs> and the half room is basically just a tiny little thing where you can put the vacuum in but yeah I, I had a flatmate and um yeah oh, took the couch it's been a while <laughs> <laughs> well actually i put i've i've put the couch in uh, at my hacker space i was just yeah i'm going to get a new one and i got a 
get a new bed because the bed was like just uh, it was just put together DIY style with uh, uh, wood from the uh, improve, home improvement uh, store. Yeah, hardware store. Hardware store, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I was just taking all this and uh, I was I just brought it to the hackerspace and now I'm thinking about how I can yeah make the room my my room I always have on Instagram uh, this pop-up of uh, this company they make cardboard furniture and mm -hmm. say like oh this is great you can just throw it away if you don't like it anymore and it's sustainable and it's cool and functional and you can flat pack it again if you want to move somewhere it's really lightweight and a bed which is really only a platform there's nothing else to this mm -hmm. bed but the bare platform you you're just raising up your mattress from the floor by like 30 centimeters and that alone costs 300 euros <laughs> <laughs> at ikea you can get a proper bed for that yeah. made out of wood huh. right or you could just buy plastic boxes for half the price <laughs> That also raise up your, your your mattress from the floor, and they're made from plastic. Huh. Or you could get milk crates or whatever. Mm. I, I guess that's a yeah, milk crates. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant with the boxes. Which I don't know. I ah okay. I yeah. don't know what. I feel like milk crates are a thing, but it's not like anybody gets milk from the milkman anymore. I no, but we still yeah. have crates. Yeah, that's, that's true. Oh, and in Germany oh. we have actually um, reusable bottles. Oh, most of the bottles are nice. reusable. Right. So you have uh, yeah. crates for that. Okay. Well, yeah, and like some you've people got six put... packs, and we've got twenty packs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people even put LEDs into the bottles and then uh, make a whole display out of it. Mm, uh, called the Marta light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds like. Especially with a Club Marta. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh, it's a drink they don't have in the US. Wait, you say Clamato? Clamato? They do. I think they do, yeah. Club Mate, uh, it's yeah, Mate tea, and then um, it's just the brand is Club Mate. Yeah, I, I've never had it, but I've I've heard of it, so I'm sure. Yeah, it's you don't have it. It's not enough sugar. <laughs> no, um, so, some hackerspaces in America have imported them, and I think <laughs> the the New York hackerspace, uh, forgot the name, and the one in, or also forgot the name of the city. So. <laughs> The, the the city where uh, Drew uh, Drew is coming from. Oh, Chicago. The Park man. Is it Chicago? Is it Chica like, yeah. Is it, um, was it like pump, they have a pumping huge station? Space, right? Is that right? Yeah. Pumping station. I think they. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and they should have Mata as well. Huh. Well, mm -hmm. that's that's interesting. <laughs> I I'll probably stick to Dr Pepper myself, but you know that's. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> Right. Nah, not my, <laughs> not, not, not my your, thing. Not your drink. Oh, that's okay. Not really. So, yeah. so what have you been working on, Dave? I'm sure you've got some crazy projects going on at this Ooh. time. I mean, you started uh, in Christmas. Yeah, at Christmas. No. Well, so I made a tiny version of the Mata light, and the Mata light is like, like I said, the LEDs in the um, bottles and the bottles in a crate, and there's like this huge installation at the most famous hackerspace, the C base from Berlin. And they have four by eight crates and 16 by 40 bottles wow. with LEDs. Cool. And a friend of you mine can was watch like, a movie on that. 
well, yeah, it's uh, it's not the best quality, but <laughs> you can actually, yeah, there are scripts uh, that you can play videos on it. And a friend of mine was um, talking to me about making a smaller portable version. And so, yeah, he was telling me about his idea and then my head went like, hmm, I could use this and that. So I came up with this. Um, there are like, you can buy very cheap 8x8 LED matrices with the NeoPixels on them. And when you buy a 10-pack, you pay around 35 euros. So 8 by 8 LEDs uh, times 10 makes 640 LEDs, just like the big installation is. So, yeah. And That's then I made a... No, it's uh, really not, because you, you, you just get 8 um, LED mattress, and no, you get 10 mattresses that are already pre soldered for you, and you just have to connect the um, panels like the data in to data out, and then uh-huh. also add power. So that's that was kind of the easy part. The rest was like putting it all together inside a laser cut box and spray painting everything just before I went to Supercon. Oh, so it was, <laughs> yeah, that was November then. Yeah, okay, yeah, but. Yeah. Yesterday I was working with a, uh, with someone from my hackerspace on it to send another video. Uh, we have a little thing coming up on Friday where uh, we want to have someone give a speech or just a talk about projects, and uh, we want to show a timer on the metrics. And <laughs> the only thing the metrics can do right now is play videos. So. Uh, at first, I was <laughs> downloading. I was going to YouTube. That's that's wonderful about YouTube. You can just enter 15 minutes countdown, and then you get a video <laughs> with a 15 minutes countdown. Nice. And, yeah, I downloaded that and then uh, just played it on it. But um, we also tried to generate with FFmpeg filters um, a countdown that's the original resolution of the matrix. So it kind of was better it sounds a little bit like the game boy mega machine that uh, look mom no computer is building <laughs> oh. he's, he's got like i think uh six by six uh, game boys mm. something like that wow. yeah. a lot of game boys and he can th- barely display some letters with it do, do, do yeah you know i think it, it's now six by eight uh we've never met or oh, yeah, exchanged data maybe. but yeah i think his name is sam and i was watching yeah. a lot of yeah, videos sam like Bell. the last the last or I don't know, three or four days, I was constantly watching his videos um, because I'm in the mood for synthesizers right now. And uh, yeah, I <laughs> I bought this uh, huge um, thing on eBay. It's a gas station controller and it has four, uh, 24 buttons and LEDs above them. So I want to make a drum sequence out of it. Nice. Yeah. So, Do you know yeah. about this stuff? Because I'd never get anything he's talking about in his videos. I watch his videos, but I don't understand them. Um, I, I've i built a little synthesizer sequencer thing with um, four chips. So I kind of know my way around this because I always get back to this project and try to improve on it or expand it. So I'm, yeah, I kind of know what he's talking about. Nice. But he's, oh, That's a good starting yeah. point. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dave. Have you heard his song um, about what is it? Money, money, grandma's money. Have you heard that? Have you heard any any of his songs on Spotify or anything? 
Oh no, I haven't heard that. I heard it, of course. Because okay. I bought the album. It's on iTunes. <laughs> nice. Ah, okay. Yeah, anyway, I was, I was telling my wife about this song. It's something about money, 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 grandma's money. And my kids are here. They, they hear me say this. And they've been just repeating this. And they actually heard, said it in some sort of family dinner the other day. It was, it was quite embarrassing. <laughs> you know, when grandma was there. But yeah. Anyway. So, so, so that's lyrics of one of his songs or... Yeah, lyrics of one of his yeah. songs. He's just talking about how his grandma's ah, got all kinds of money or something. That's I don't next know. time. Just don't bring your kids. It's modern gas or something. Is it that song? Uh, uh, that's a different song. Sure. Okay. Oh, is it the same song? Hmm. It's a different song. Uh, I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's. It's a good album though. Yeah. It's yeah. Worth listening to. <laughs> yeah. We're big fans. Yeah. Guess it's a good point to end the show. Yeah. So, Unless you've got any other topics. Yeah. Anything you, want, you want to add, Dave? Too, too many. <laughs> no, I can always talk about projects. I have so many projects, but yeah, you always have to find a point where you stop. Yeah. It's well, uh, for projects and podcasts. It's the same, I guess. That's true. Well, tell you what, Dave, yeah. I mean, you know, since you can't talk about all your projects, where can somebody find out? Where can somebody find you and more info on your yeah. stuff? Well, um, I'm very active on Twitter. Um, my handle is Dave Darko. And okay. yeah, I sometimes post things on Instagram. And yeah, I've ne uh, the last video I posted on YouTube is eight months now, I think, ago. So okay. there should be yeah. stuff coming. I, I noticed it's a little bit barren. Yeah, that's all the, element, the element 14 power. So... Yeah. yeah, I make videos. Yeah, but, but we'll see. An, we'll see another video from you from Elephant 14 soon as well, I, I suppose, or maybe yeah. not soon. I don't know. Yeah, but. I think it's uh, <laughs> set to March. Some yeah, okay. sometime there. Yeah. Very cool. Now, what about you, Max? Where can we find you? Oh, you can watch my stuff on YouTube. Um, it's Max Maker, and on Instagram, uh, Max Maker YouTube with underscores underneath. Yeah, I'm posting every day now on Instagram. Very cool. I'm making that challenge. Nice. Yeah, it's mostly bikini shots of me. Okay, well, that's uh, <laughs> not what I, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm not going to sign up. Me and my girlfriend, we drive to the beach, yes. and I've got a backpack full of different bikinis, and she takes, like, pictures for a whole month. Okay. So then people think um, I spend all my time at the beach. I see. Hmm. Well, that sounds, I guess I'm not going to sign up for Instagram for that, but, you know, others <laughs> might. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Um, how about you jeremy so yeah you can find we'll me find on you. on twitter at jeremy s cook or on youtube at jeremy s cook there as well and jeremy s cook.com you can find some stuff there on me as well so pretty much that's what it is <laughs> okay, i guess so <laughs> uh well dave we, we really appreciate you coming on today that was a uh, great learning about some stuff from you sure was fun Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah. All right, well. See you next time. See you guys later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. -bye. Bye.